Hello, welcome to the Taffy Marino podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. I am so glad that you have joined me today. Um, We are continuing our series on Envy and Strife, the Deadly Duo. Last week, we talked quite a bit about Envy and we really didn't get into Strife. So we're going to talk about that more today. Now, just as a recap, last week, we spoke about the definition of Envy as being um, basically that desire of wanting your own way, your own opinion, really putting that above all else and doing that in a way that it begins to really uh, kind of mess with your thinking. It, It causes it to be twisted. And envy can also be that more traditional, you know, desiring what other people have, uh, whatever that envy stems from, um, whether it's wanting your own way or wanting something that other people have, it's still really rooted in selfishness and that carnal person, as Paul described it, as a mere man that hasn't been transformed by Christ, excuse me, and his thinking. So today we're going to jump into strife. So strife means to have contention, to dispute, brawl, quarrel, um, fight, or struggle. In the Greek, it actually means like chaos. And um, when you're forming this group of people to, who agree with you, like you're you're separating yourself from those who almost don't agree with you and you're kind of forming this little group around you that they do agree with you. So it's when you're, you're in contention with, um, someone or an organization or, or a group of people. So strife is just as deadly as envy. And as I said before, it's, it's more of a progressive thing. So when you're not checking envy, when you're not checking those feelings and submitting them to the word of God, it leads to envy or strife, excuse me. So let's talk about how does strife get in. One, envy, offense, and that offense can be intentional or unintentional, and then persecution. I don't know that we're going to get through all of those today because we do have limited time. We may go ahead and do a part three, but we're going to do as much as we can today. So as we know, envy is taken from that Greek word zealous, and it means that fierce desire to promote your own ideas and your own convictions to the exclusion of everyone else. This attitude will really um, stir strife up in our hearts. Uh, when we can't tolerate any other opinion or viewpoint, it causes that contention inside and it really does plant this strife in our hearts. I almost look at it this way. When offense comes, when envy is presenting itself, we have an opportunity to resist it and reject it. But once we accept it into our hearts, it's then planted and that's when strife begins to develop. Um, When we're more concerned you know, with what the Holy Spirit wants or what he thinks than what we want or what we think, we're really not going to have to deal with envy in that way. 
Um, I have found more often than not that the Holy Spirit will challenge my thoughts and ideas and give me a new perspective. So what am I saying? When I'm dealing with just this is the way, this is it, there's no other way, and I go to the Holy Spirit, I go to God in prayer, then the Holy Spirit begins to bring up his perspective and shows me things that I've never seen before. Um, this attitude of envy really is rooted in pride. So pride I've heard before is really the only thing can, that can be offended. I want you to think of a grouping. You know, when I do, um, any type of media work or anything like that, they'll have what they call a, a grouping and you can ungroup something or you can group it together. So when I look at that, it's kind of like these, all these things travel in a pack and it would be envy, pride, offense, um, strife, bitterness, jealousy, gossip, slander. You'll usually see these traveling together. When you see one, you'll see the other, much like faith, hope, love, peace, and patience you will see those traveling together as well. So it's difficult to, you know, to just have one of these things in your life. It really does open the door and make way for the other things to come in. So let's talk just for a second about offense. This is another way that strife can get into our heart. So offense means a cause for sin, a cause for stumbling, um, to make angry, to do harm. There are, we've all experienced offense. In fact, scripture says that it is impossible except that offense will come to you. Now, there are a couple of different kinds of offensive. There's where, when someone really does sin against you. Um, this is an actual offense. It is a sin. It is something that was intended to be harmful. Okay. It is not an unintentional offense. It is very much something that was intended to hurt you. Strife can come in through that. When we have been hurt, when someone has, um, has done something in an intentional way to bring harm, to make angry, to affront, to strike against all those things. There will be times when someone sins against you and does something to hurt you deeply. And that's what we would talk about here. Now, there are other times that we become offended simply because we're different. You know, we've, we've had different upbringings, backgrounds. We are just created uniquely and we interpret things based out of that. The scripture will often say, be careful how you hear a thing. Why? Because we all interpret things through who we are and our own perspective. Um, there will come offense just one, because, you know, sometimes people just rub you the wrong way. Um, maybe you just don't get along well, or they say things. And if you were to say the same thing, man, that would be, um, you would mean that in a hostile way, or you would be trying to be antagonistic towards that person where when the other person says it, that's not how they mean it at all. And in the same way, you take somebody that is maybe very straightforward and would be considered aggressive and you take someone that's quieter, that maybe holds things a little more inside, that can be frustrating to the other person. And so what can happen is, that offends you. Something about that person offends you. And then when they offend you, now you become critical. You let that get down in your heart. And now everything that this person 
will do or say is offensive towards you. And that's strife. And it's that contention, the anger that's not been dealt with. So let's look at a few scriptures that's going to help us maybe understand this a little bit more. Proverbs 10, 12 says, hatred will stir up strife, but love covers over all offensive. So hatred, when we become offended, that can actually turn into hatred and it just stirs that strife strife up. But when we open the door to love and choose to operate and act through love, it says that it will actually cover over every offense. Now, again, how do we do that? Last week that I talked about, we pray those prayers. We, by faith, pray those prayers and submit ourselves to that. And then we do what the, the word of God says, is that we think on things that are true, that are of a good report. We do not gossip. We do not slander. So our mouths aren't against that person that we're offended at. We keep our mouths shut. And then... We also begin to pray for them. The Bible says to pray for your enemies and bless them. Not many of us have actual enemies. Now, like I said, if someone has intentionally hurt you or offended you, you might consider that person more of an enemy, but very few of us have actual enemies. We just have people that we don't get along with very well. So if we're supposed to pray and bless those that are considered an enemy, we are really supposed to pray and bless for those people that we just don't click with. Proverbs 13 says, says, 1310 says, only by insolence is strife set up and wisdom is with those who take advice. So again, when you're prideful, when you're stubborn and you want your own way and you can't see anyone else's way of doing things, then strife is set up in your heart. But if you choose wisdom, you'll listen to other people. You'll take their advice. You'll consider at least what they have to say. Proverbs 15, 18 says, a man who is hot tempered will stir up strife, but he who is slow to anger, he will calm contention. You know, there's a scripture in James that talks about be slow to anger and quick to listen. So we hear this repeated pattern of stopping, pausing, really listen to other people, ask God for his perspective, and it's going to slow that anger down. I'm going to read just a couple of more to you. Um, Proverbs. I'll read two more to you. Proverbs 26, 21 says, as charcoal is to hot embers and wood is to fire. So a man of quarrels is to kindling strife. What does that mean? A person of quarrels, meaning people who like to argue, you know, when, once strife gets in, it's again, that open door and it will affect every area of your life. I'm going to tell you now, sometimes strife feels really, really good to the flesh. Even though it's, it is causing destruction in your life, it's severing relationships. It's doing so much damage. It's causing division in your home, in your workplace, in your church, in your communities. And you keep seeing this pattern, but it feels so good to your flesh. You know, that's rooted in pride. It's almost like you still feel justified in your strife because of pride. You cannot admit that you might be wrong, which again, there is that envy demanding your own way. It says that 
as charcoal is to hot embers and wood is to fire, so a man of quarrels is to kindling strife. Meaning everywhere you go, if there's a hint, just a tiny hint of strife, you are going to inflame that and cause that to stir up. So when you're talking to someone, if you have strife in your life and, and you're that person that's just allowed it to really get down in your heart, you're going to see that. You're going to stir that up in other people as you're talking to them. You're going to take their side and be like, yeah, you're, you're going to be more contentious and encourage that in others. Goodness, if you see that in your life, I encourage you now to to repent turn away from it and submit yourself to God. And he's going to help you. Believe me, we have all stirred up strife. Every one of us, we've had strife in our heart and we have stirred it in others. Um, Proverbs 30, 33 says, for pressing milk produces curd and pressing the nose produces blood. So pressing anger produces strife. When you just keep feeding and pressing that anger, when you keep thinking about that thing that you're angry about and you do not go to God with it, but you just keep stewing on it and you're thinking about it and you're feeding it, you're pressing it, it's going to produce strife, which is deadly in your life. Remember, our first scripture is over there in James 3 and it says where there is envy and strife, there's confusion and every evil work. What we're talking about is envy and strife open the door to Satan and will allow every evil work into your life. I know of several ministers I've heard, and and this has happened to us as well, but the Lord has really dealt with us strongly about strife and how dangerous that it is. And when you when you stay in that because it does feel good to the flesh, if you will not submit that to God and repent of it and open the door to love um, because you truly understand the consequences of it. I've heard of pastors saying, you know, one pastor had a major injury and he knew it was because he was allowing strife into his life. Another pastor, um, he knew the Lord was dealing with him about some strife and um it was a minor accident, but there was an accident in his family. Nonetheless, no one was majorly injured. Thank God for his grace, but he had opened the door to every evil work and he realized it could have been more severe than what he experienced. And then the Lord dealt with me because I had allowed some strife in my life and I had a dream and, and he basically showed me that it was just allowing that strife because it felt good at the moment and my pride didn't want to let it go that I was basically um, endangering my family because that door was open for every evil work. Bottom line is strife is too high a price to pay. Strife does feel good to the flesh. But listen, this isn't about feelings. We overcome by love and love is not a feeling. It is by faith. We have God's love shed abroad in our heart and we have the ability to walk in it. How many of you felt or feel like going to work every day? But you do. How many of you feel like doing laundry? But you still do. There are so many things that we don't necessarily feel like doing, but because we understand the consequences can be so great if we don't do those things. 
If you do not go to work every time you don't feel like going to work, what's going to happen? You'll lose your job. And if you don't feel like doing all of the things that you really should do on a day-to-day basis, then they're going to have major consequences, major consequences down the road. You know, someone who's, say, on high cholesterol medication, and they're like, I don't feel like taking my medicine today. Well, that's probably not a good choice. If Just because you don't feel like it, you still need to do it because there are consequences if you don't. I think sometimes we just don't recognize that there are major consequences to allowing envy and strife in our home and in our communities and in our churches. But when we recognize that there are real consequences, then we're going to be um, more, we are going to be more aware and not allow those things in our life. But we also have to do it God's way. We can't just stuff our feelings down and not talk about it and be like, well, I'm not in strife. But you really are. It's in there. It's in your heart. So you have to deal with it. You know, I heard one person say this. The world's way is that we work out our hurts and our offenses and then we forgive. But God's way is to forgive first and then the healing and the feelings will follow. We have to do it. We have to do all the things that I've said. What? Pray. Go to God. Submit your yourself to him and say that I shut the door to strife. So what does that mean? That means you're going to pray for the people that you're offended against. You're going to pray for the people that you're feeling strife towards. Genuinely pray for them. You're going to thank God for them. Hear me again. Thank God for them. I have an instance where I was doing that one time. There was some there was some things trying to present themselves. There had been some an intentional offense that had happened. And I went to the Lord in prayer. And as I began to pray over this, not only did I have compassion for this person, I began to intercede on their behalf. Now, I'm not patting myself on the back. I did not walk in into my prayer time feeling that way. But when I left, I had a different perspective and I had compassion. And no longer did I feel vulnerable or like I was being attacked, but I now had switched just how Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't realize what they're doing. As I began to pray for them, I saw myself sitting from a different place. I didn't feel like I had a huge target on, you know, the things that they were doing were hitting me and actually affecting me. I saw myself from a different place, seated far above all these things, seated in Christ Jesus. And I began to pray with compassion for the person that had intentionally tried to bring offense. Love truly is the way to overcome um, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. And it is not proud. Love does not dishonor others. And it's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. And it keeps no record of wrong. So I'm going to pray um, with you. And I'm going to pray over you because maybe there's some strife and bitterness and jealousy and contention that's been in your heart for a little bit. We're going to pray by faith and you are going to submit yourself to God. And even though, listen, 
you may not feel it right away, but that's okay. You're still going to continue to do the things you know to do. What? Pray for that person. You're, when you think about it, do not open your mouth and gossip and slander. Keep your mouth shut. Only speak good over them. You're going to bless them. And then you're going to think on things that are true and are of a good report. And you're going to ask for God's perspective. And you're going to allow yourself to be transformed from the inside out. Like I said, we have to do it. Even though, say you don't feel like going to work, you can show up to work, but you still have to do the work, right? You can't just show up to work. You actually have to do the work to really be participating fully. And that's it. We're not just going to squash these feelings down and say we're good. We're going to deal with them like God's word says that we're supposed to. So I'm going to pray over you. Father, I come to you and I want to thank you for this precious person that's listening today. Lord, they're listening because they need this word in their lives. And Lord, I believe that their heart is being softened and they want to do your will. They want to do the right thing. They want to live the life that you have for them. They do not want to live in strife and bitterness and envy anymore. So I pray right now that you begin to heal their heart. We shut the door to strife. We reject it and we rebuke it in Jesus name. And we open the door. Holy Spirit, we invite you in. We invite you into every area and every situation. We're not going to cut off one thing from you. Even the things that hurt really bad right now, we're going to invite you in and allow you to work and allow you to give our perspective and begin to heal and restore in Jesus name. We thank you for this work. We may not understand how you do everything that you do, but we trust you. And by faith, we know that it's happening in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for sticking with me through these really tough topics. But I believe that we are growing and we are developing into the person that God created us to be a long, long time ago. Strife has no place in our heart. Envy has no place in our heart. We were created to love. We were created to be loved by God and we were created to love others with the love of God and we will function and operate at our maximum potential when we live this way. Again, thank you so much for joining me next week. We are going to finish up this series on strife and envy, and I do have a giveaway for you. So I'm going to put that on Facebook and um, on Instagram. So if you are not friends with me, um, I'm just Taffy Marino on Facebook. You can find me there and on Instagram. And um, yeah, we will get those giveaway. We'll enter you in that giveaway, that drawing. And um, I have a couple of great books on this topic to bless you with. And uh, I will talk to you next week and have a very blessed day.